This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about building a business structure that gives you the freedom of your time. I came to just this moment of gratitude this week because I had realized it's like that moment. I don't know if you guys have seen on social media. It's like a little uh, meme that says that one day you look up and it's like, I'm here. Everything that I pray for is here. And I had one of those moments this week where it was like, I finally got through this glass ceiling that I believe a lot of us get to in business 
where you start these companies, you start these brands, and you wear all the hats. You're the marketer, you're the accountant, you're the subject matter expert, you are the assistant, you are all of the things. And But in order for you to really scale and grow to the places that you want to grow to, you can't be all the things. You have to create a business structure that's able to function without you because that way you're able to go on vacations, you're able to take time with your family, you're able to take a step back, and the company isn't going to go under because you have things set up in a way to where the company can still grow and move forward without you being there. And I believe that that glass ceiling a lot of us hit because we're not prioritizing the goal or preparing for that season of the business from day one. You feel like you have to reach a certain income goal in order for you to start having this type of structure or you feel like you have to hire employees before you start thinking about this. And that's not true. I know a lot of you guys who listen to the show, you're in that place, that beginning stage of your company where you don't have employees is really just you. You may have some contractors who do things here and there, but it's just you. And so I wanna talk to you in this season of your business about how to create the structure so that you can get to that point and you don't hit that glass ceiling like I did. Before we get there though, a couple church announcements. We have our uh, Find Your Voice Academy retreat this year in December for Anchor Media. This is our retreat that we have for new and aspiring podcasters. So if you have a podcast and you want to grow it and monetize it, if you want a podcast but you don't know where to start, click the link in the show description and uh, it'll take you to a replay of our open house. We actually expanded our retreat this year, which I'm really excited about because we kept selling out so fast. It was a good problem to have, but at the same time, the demand was there. So I wanted to just some things so that we can be able to meet the demand that we had. And so we were able to do that. Thank God, because we sold out our old capacity within like a day. And so um, we still have tickets available. You can click the link in the show notes to watch the replay to learn all about what the retreat is about. Uh, You get the link to apply and then we review applications on a rolling basis. Second church announcement, my lawyer, Nakia Gray, she has her trademark course. It's called Make It Official. And she is a beast when it comes to this trademark thing. Like she is the real deal. So click the link in the description for that as well to learn more about like what's included. She's walking you through and it's live. It's not even a go as you at your leisure type of course. It's live and you can ask her questions in real time. Anybody knows how much lawyers cost that is very viable to be able to ask her questions in real time. So click the link in the show notes for that as well. All right, let's talk. Let's talk, you guys. Let's talk about building this business. When it comes to building a structure for your business, I think a lot of times we, when we think about structure, we think about like, am I going to start an LLC? Am I going to start an S Corp? Am I, you think about the legal structure of your business. But after you figure that out and you get started, there are some foundational things that you need to build in your business as well. Just because you are a solopreneur doesn't mean that you need to be a systemless entrepreneur. Just because you're the one who wears all of the hats doesn't mean that you need to move in an unstructured way. And I think a lot of times we build these messy 
discombobulated businesses because we have no accountability. We're the one doing everything. But if you're going to build a company that operates without you and that you're able to take a step back from and it still grows and it still runs, then you need to prioritize these things and be accountable to yourself in the beginning. So before we get into those different tips that I'm going to give you, I have three for you guys. I want you to know that a prerequisite to this is you have to have patience. This isn't the sexy side of business that you post on social media. This is the foundational things. This is the under the surface thing. These are the things that brick by brick you build so that this company and this brand that you're building is going to be able to stand. So it may not be sexy, but it's necessary. And so in order, though, for you to do this effectively, you have to have patience. This is a long game when it comes to entrepreneurship. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Impatience and heightened emotions will rob you from being able to be clear-minded and attentive to the details of your business. The Bible tells us to be sober and to be vigilant. And, and being um, under the influence doesn't just apply to drugs and alcohol, that applies to our emotions as well. And, and impatience is an emotion that we tap into so much, it keeps us distracted from being the most effective and uh, in the season that we're in. Like in the last couple of episodes, we talked about uh, multiplying as opposed to multitasking. We've talked a lot about delegating and being efficient and all of these things. And in order for you to get to that place, you have to have these uh, structural foundational things in place. The foundation is the most important part of the house for a reason. And how you do things now will determine if this business that you're building will stand. A lot of businesses had to pivot because of COVID. Life happens, pandemics happen, um, situations, health challenges, these things all happen. But the way that you make sure that your, your business is able to withstand different seasons is making sure that these foundational things in place. So I'm not going to be here long. We have three things that I want to go over. The first thing that I want you to do, add this to the foundation of your system, is I want you to document all of your policies and procedures. It can be as simple as screen recording the way you do things, write down step-by-step step how you do everything, but document all of your policies and procedures. In order to create a streamlined business, you have to have something to work with. So after you document the way that you do everything, you'll be able to take a step back and see what's working and what's not. You'll be able to see how you can improve upon the system that you have, but you have to outline something in order to know how to improve it. Another part of this is I want you guys to write out a five-year strategic plan for your business. I've told you guys before about um, this season, It was a, I think it was 2020, where God told me that I needed to move from being an entrepreneur to an executive. And that was interesting because I, I, I didn't understand the difference, if that makes sense, initially until I went to look those words up. So, of course, you can be an entrepreneur and ex an executive, and you can be an executive without being an entrepreneur. So you can be the CEO of a company or a CFO of a company or any type of C-suite level um, executive in a company without being the one that started said company. And so I was in a position where I was in 
uh, I was in the mindset of an entrepreneur, grinding, creating stuff, uh, putting things out there, building a brand, hustle, 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 no days off, no sleep. Sleep is for for uh, when you die. Like that's the mindset that we get pushed when it comes to entrepreneurship. But God began to teach me that I needed to switch from that mindset of grind culture to switch to be an executive. An executive is one who is able to adequately and efficiently um, create a structure and run a company. And so as I was doing this, I began to, uh, realize one, I was grateful because I remember in my last job, I worked in the business development section. So I worked on like proposals and marketing and things of that nature. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks, QuickBooks, (laughs) more like quicksand. The bigger your company grows, the faster you sink with outdated software that just can't keep up. NetSuite helps you automate your key business processes and close your books in a fraction of the time. Think days, you guys, not weeks. In fact, 93% of survey organizations increased visibility and control over their business since making the switch from QuickBooks to NetSuite. Remember this episode, we're talking all about the foundation and the processes that you need to build a successful business. And a huge part of that is making sure that your books are closed quickly and that your key business processes are automated. So NetSuite is an excellent solution for you guys. And right now, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to graduate from QuickBooks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed. That's special financing for you graduates at netsuite.com slash blessed. NetSuite.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. And it's so funny how I was in that job and I was so mad and I was so frustrated because I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur. But little did I know that I was being prepared in that season for something that was going to come three, four years later. So in that season with my job, I worked with all of the executives. So I didn't work with any entry-level employees. All the people that I worked with on a day-to-day were directors and above. So I was able to see from a high level how to build out a multi-million dollar company, not even realizing that I was going to need that later. And so one of the things that we did then that I carried over into entrepreneurship is writing out a five-year strategic plan. Where do you want your company to go? How are you going to build a foundation if you don't know what you're building, if you don't have a blueprint? So where is this company going? Where do you see yourself? I know for me, big picture, not five years, but more so way, way beyond that, is I want to be able to retire and I want my son to be able to be the CEO of Anchor Media. I want my grandkid to maybe be the director, CMO, the chief marketing officer, whatever, but I want to build this conglomerate that then my family can take on and then my children's children can take on and they can run it and they can be the head of it. So I'm trying to build this multifaceted thing, but I know where I'm going. So now when it comes to building the business right now, I understand what the foundation needs to look like in order for that to happen. And so the way you start is outlining this strategic plan. So it could be five years, 10 years, it could be one year, it could be three. Whatever it is, you need to know where you're going. Then I want you to iron out your company's culture, vision, mission, 
values, everything. And this is such a fun thing to do in the beginning because you give yourself freedom to dream without the pressure of making it happen yet. So when I thought about Anchor Media, and we actually did this a couple of years ago, when I thought about the vision for Anchor Media, I thought about walking into this beautiful um, office building with floor to ceiling windows and a big black chalkboard wall. And it's people that are writing on it, the marketing team or whatever is writing on it and podcasts and content studios are in the office. We own the building. Um, I have another company who owns the building and Anchor Media is paying my other company rent to be in the building. My office was this beautiful office with, it looks honestly a lot like my office right now, floor to ceiling windows, pink everywhere. Uh, my husband's office was down the hall, still big. Like I had all of this vision. It smelled good. It was a, a pure, fun place. People were happy. It was an open place, one where it's a huge company, but I'm still visible. So it's not like one of those things where everybody is intimidated and afraid when the boss walks in, but one of those things where everybody is happy and joyful to work towards this vision. Like this is everything that I saw. And I wrote it all down. This was before any employees. This was before anything. This vision and this uh, culture, I was able to just take a step back and dream and envision it. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high-performing, skin-loving ingredients. Their clinically proven formulas not only highlight your best features, they actually improve your skin over time. All Thrive Cosmetics products are formulated without parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. Thrive Cosmetics has a bold mission that's truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. So women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and so much more. I had such a great experience with Thrive Cosmetics. I really love their uh, liquid lash extension mascara. I'm someone who loves a good lash, but I don't always have time to put them on. And I definitely don't always have time to go get them professionally done. So I need a mascara that is going to make it look like I have lashes on without the time and the commitment to going to get them done or putting on the strips. They even have this really nice, brilliant eye brightener. So whenever it's just a day-to-day -day look and I'm not trying to do a full face, I can do the lash extension mascara in addition to the eye brightener. And I have a perfect everyday look in a fraction of the time. I really love their bigger than beauty mission as well. And it just makes me feel good to know that when I'm purchasing cosmetics, that I'm also contributing to another woman growing in some type of way. I love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are the best I've used and their bigger than beauty mission is truly inspiring. You're going to love them just as much as I do. Visit thrivecosmetics.com slash blessed 15 for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer for you, you guys, that you can only get here. That's Thrive, C-A-U-S-E, medics.com slash blessed15 for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com slash blessed15. Let's get back to the show. 
And so now we recently hired, we expanded on our digital marketing team. And I had just like a real mushy moment recently because I talked to one of the interns that we hired in as she's talking about things that she's learned because we it was like her first week. So as she's talking about things that she had learned that week and that her manager had taught her about the company or whatever, she's relaying back to me the things that I wrote down in this vision and this plan before I even had the pieces in place to act the plan out. And it was such a full circle moment for me because all of this that I just named out to you, this culture, this environment, these core values and things that we had listed out. Now I have somebody that's saying those things back to me and I didn't have to tell them. Their manager told them. So just this big vision that I have is coming together. This vision that God gave me is coming together, but it's able to come together now because of the foundational things that were set when I was still figuring it out, when it was still just me wearing all of the hats. And so I want you guys, when it comes to your foundation, document those things now. Document those things now. So that's number one, document your policies and procedures. And within that, you write out that strategic plan, iron out the culture, the values, the mission, the vision. What is it going to look like? What does it smell like? What, it, what are your uh, teams that you're going to have in a company? All of that. Write those things down. You want to get churchy? We already know scripture say Write the vision, make it plain, right? The vision is for an appointed time. So before that appointed time comes, write it out. And again, give yourself freedom to dream. Number two, this is going to sound a little weird, so but hear me out. Number two, right now, while you're still doing everything yourself, I want you to have a weekly executive team meeting. You'd be like, Tana, who am I meeting with if I am the executive team? You're going to meet with yourself <laughs> because you need to understand what is going on in your company. In this meeting, I want you to go over your operations. And so because you're the only one, the only employee right now, evaluate yourself as a, as a leader. Self-awareness is one of the keys to success. Understand who you are as a leader. What are your limitations? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? You can do things. I remember um, I did this disc assessment a couple of years ago. Um, rest in peace to Chris Daniel. He was on the show and he was the creator of this animal assessment. And um, I took this assessment and I found out just my personality trait. And I realized that a lot of the clashes that I was having, because I think at the time I would have like interns here and there, but I had nobody who was like a core member of the team. But a lot of the, the clashes that I would have was because I didn't know how to hire based upon how I was as a leader. I wasn't self-aware enough as to my strengths and my weaknesses and what who I need to hire to improve upon my weaknesses to make us both better for the company to move the company forward. And so doing that initial disc assessment was really helpful because it was able to show me ways that I can improve, but also ways that I can hire to improve upon my weaknesses, like I said. So now areas that I'm weak in, I have team members who are strong in those areas where they can fill those gaps and we're all pushing this vision forward. So go over your operations. A part of your operations is the processes. What are your processes to how you do things? Evaluate them. Remember step one, you documented all of those policies and procedures. So 
now in your weekly uh, executive team meeting, now you need to review those things to see if you can save time and money by improving upon those processes that you ironed out. This episode is brought to you by Jenny Kane. I have a lot going on during the day, right? I'm always ripping and running. And while I have a certain wardrobe and pieces and places I like to go for special occasions, I really care about looking nice as far as the day-to-day goes as well. And that's why I love Jenny Kane. They simplify the art of getting dressed on a day-to-day basis and they create these quality pieces that make the everyday feel and look good. Jenny Kane believes that getting dressed should be the easiest part of your routine. With polished basics that would never go out of style, they make these everyday moments a breeze. They have curated stylish staples that work with everything in your closet. You might already have a favorite dress or well-worn pair of sandals, but if it doesn't make you say, I'll never take this off, it isn't Jenny Kane. It's so funny. I have these Jenny Kane slides that I wear usually around the house, but the other day as I was getting dressed, they were so comfortable and so cute. I just wore them as part of my outfit. And I didn't realize something that I thought was going to be house shoes was going to be so comfortable and cute with my outfits that were already in my closet that it made it a complete look. Find your favorite pieces at JennyKane.com and get 15% off your first order when you use code BLESSED at checkout. That's J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code BLESSED. Let's get back to the show. A simple one that a lot of people do now is um, back in the day, before all of like the email scheduling software and stuff like that, people will always... uh, If you wanted to schedule a meeting, you have to email that person, get their availability, email the other person back. Y'all go back and forth for however long before something even gets on the books. But now uh, you have an email scheduling software that you can now set up to where if somebody has an interest with your company or whatever you do, they can just sign up on your website. You get an automated email sent to them with a link to your calendar that's already already been preset. Now they can book a consultation without you ever having to speak to them. You can go a step further and add some type of um, form on that that, uh, consultation form that they have to fill out in order to sign up for a consultation with you. So now you can qualify them before getting on the phone That's saving you time so that you're making sure that you're talking to the most qualified people and not folks who aren't your ideal client or aren't able to work with you. So these are just ways that you can review this, these are processes that after being reviewed can be approved upon, but the way, but you can't create something that works if you don't know what's not working. So you, I want you to document those policies and procedures. And then once you get into that executive meeting, then go over them to see how can you save time and how can you save money? If you're the person that's doing everything in your business, time is of the essence. We don't want to be burnt out in our companies. We don't want to build businesses at the expense of our mental health, at the expense of our physical health, at the expense of our families. We want to make sure that we are operating at maximum efficiency. And the way that you do that is you have that foundation and then you analyze it so that you can improve upon it. Another thing I want you to go over in this executive meeting are your finances in your business. What I remember... (laughs) And it doesn't even have to be complicated. I remember when I first became an entrepreneur back in like 2015, I would have a simple Google spreadsheet. I would have Wix on there, however much Wix costs every month. I would have uh, 
processing fees. So most payment processors have fees. So put that up there. I would have um, whatever it is, email hosting, whatever it is I was spending money on, I had it on a spreadsheet. Whatever I was making money from, I would have it on a spreadsheet. So every week, or it really was every month at that time, but every month I would look at that spreadsheet. What can I eliminate? Have I really used this uh, platform at all? Why am I paying for premium? If I pay for a year as opposed to monthly, then I save money. I save like two months worth of the payment. So let me just pay for it out the year because that's going to save me money at the end of the year. So while you're looking at your financial status, you're able to then make adjustments to increase your profitability. I think I talked about this on a previous episode that a lot of people preach, you know, charge more, charge more, charge more. A lot of times you don't even have to make more to charge more. You just need to adjust your spending or spend more strategically so that you can increase your profit margin. It's not all about charging more. You're going to charge more and still be throwing money down the toilet. Or you can do both, charge a little more, cut back a lot, and now you've also increased your profit margin without pricing out your consumer. But the way that you make these strategic decisions is you have to know what's going on. We can't just be running around in our companies like chickens with our heads cut off. That's not going to get us anywhere. So having these executive team meetings with yourself allows you to look at the foundations of your company and make the necessary adjustments so that you can increase your efficiency. Also, when you look at your finances, you're able to see where your money is coming in. You may not need all of those offerings if it's only one that's making the most money. I remember at the end of last year where we looked at um, our finances for all of 2020, we saw that most of our money was coming from one particular place. So I'm like, oh, cut everything else out then. <laughs> Forget all of it. Why are we even spending time in these different offerings and creating these different things and all of the work that comes around it, if this is the one thing, the one thing that people that's giving us the best results and that's making us the most money, everything else can go. We don't need to have 50 million different offerings. We're going to go where the money is telling us we need to go. And so you have to look at what's going on in your company in order to make these type of decisions. And again, most people think you got to offer more and do more and create more to make more. You don't. A lot of times you just need to scale back. That's it. And have your signature offerings, have your signature process. So now you're dedicating all of your time into what's going to give you the best return. So in that executive meeting, go over all of your finances. In that executive meeting, I also want you to look at your uh, marketing. And with your marketing, look at your return on investment. And again, going back to our last con the last point, look at your um, return on investment for whatever it is that you're offering, whatever your products and services are, and look at your testimonials. The easiest way, and I'm telling you from experience, from my company to all of the companies that I've worked with, the easiest way to sell is by having res clear results. We, it's so easy for us to sell our podcasting retreats because we have so many people who saw so many increase, uh, so, uh, so much of an increase in their listenership, so much increase in their finances as a result of working with us. So I don't, when I created Anchor Media and our offerings, my thing was I did not want Blessed and Bossed Up to be the only success story that we had. We're not one hit wonders over here. 
I don't have to talk about myself ever to prove or my show ever to prove that we know what we're doing when it comes to podcasting. And if anybody is selling you something and the only success they have is theirs, then I would challenge if they really know what they're doing. It sounds like a one hit wonder to me and not somebody who has a duplicatable system that can produce those same results in other people. And so for you, look at what is duplicating the most results and who you're serving. Where are most of the testimonials coming from? Focus on that. What platforms are giving you the most return on investment and not just in your money, but in your time? So if most of your audience is on um, TikTok, focus your efforts on there and then just repurpose the TikToks into the reels on Instagram because all the apps do is copy each other anyway. So focus your attention on the one that is giving you the best return and then just duplicate that content so that you can be present on the other ones. So for us, our focus is podcasting. I'm recording my podcast, but I'm going live right now. We're going to take this video and post it on YouTube. The show is going to come out Sunday. I'm engaging with my audience in real time by doing something that I had to do anyway. I'll post this in my stories. Um, it's going to stay on my page on IGTV. This content is going to be used so many different ways without me losing focus on where the best return on my investment is, which is the podcast. So that's what that's number two that I want you to do is have a weekly executive meeting. And within that meeting, go over operations, go over finances, go over marketing. And then the last thing that I want you to include in your uh, foundation is to start outsourcing, but start small. Get a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle of the piece of paper. On the left, I want you to write down what only you can do in your company. On the right. I want you to write down all of the other tasks that happen in your company, all of the other tasks that you do for your business. I want you to take the task that takes up the most time and outsource that. And it just starts slowly plucking away. You don't have to hire full-time or part-time employees right out the gate. You can go to Fiverr, Upwork, your local uh, university to get interned. You can go to so many different places to find freelancers in order to uh, take these tasks off of your hands. You can most likely find technology to do half of these things. You don't even have to find a person. There's an app for everything under the sun. I remember we were having an issue where, um, so like let's take the email schedulers, for example, where it was hard for me to keep my, uh, scheduler updated in real time. Because if I'm out and about and there's stuff going on and I have to go somewhere, so then something that I was available for that morning, I'm not available for anymore. It was hard to keep all of my calendars up to date because I got the business calendar, I have the personal calendar, and it was, it was hard. I have a calendar where sometimes I just don't want to have any calls because if I'm always on the phone with somebody, when am I going to work on the business? So um, it was hard to keep all of those calendars updated at the same time, turns out there was an app for that <laughs> that made it easy to keep everything the same. And so a lot of time, what you'll find after you take the time and just really look at on paper what you're working with, that you might not even need to hire right then and there. You might can find an app to take care of one thing, um, a freelancer to take care of another. And that may be only two things that's getting taken off your list, but those two things just gave you 10 more hours a week to either put back into working on your business or to just put back into yourself. 
So again, I cannot stress to you guys enough the importance of the foundation of your business. If you don't remember anything that I've said, solopreneurship, meaning you being the only one doing everything in your business, doesn't mean that you need to be a systemless preneur. Be an entrepreneur that is building a foundation for your company so that you can build a, a company that's built to last. So that's it for this week's episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I will talk to you guys next week.